902. Jim Hobgood's here and sponsored by the law firm of Schilling and Esposito. Uh, you listen, I've, I've worked with them before. And they do, number one, great job. And number two, they know what they're doing. Number three, you talk to the lawyer. So give them a call go, if you need to. Schilling and Esposito, 3200950. Hobbo, we're breaking new ground today. Absolutely, yeah. Breaking new ground. How are you, Hoss? I'm, I'm hanging in there. You know, uh, the, the I used to always say the great thing about football season means yeah. basketball season is uh, right around the corner. But no, football. You know, it's now it could be. I guess technically, I'm in here in part to talk about Virginia football. It could be could yeah. be brutal. Could be brutal. Um, you know, if if you're really optimistic, you could find six wins, and Ooh. if you're a little on the pessimistic side, you could. Uh, run the table and go 0 for 12. I think in gin, that's called uh, shoot the moon. Yeah. Yeah, gin or gin, Rummy gin. I guess I used to play gin. It's called shoot, shoot the moon. Shoot the moon in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's what happens. And the you, interesting you, thing is, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be two uh, storylines uh, this year about returning, uh, Brennan Armstrong returning. I, I, I've, I've joked with people, I think he has one more 500-yard game in Scott Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Mike London comes uh, a couple of weeks thereafter. Uh, yeah. Mike London comes to town, and you know Mike would love to get yeah. a W at Scott Stadium. And uh, yeah. I, I guess you know Virginia could win the game, but I, I wouldn't. You know that could be a toss-up too. William Mary is really good. This just in. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And Saturday, uh, whoever in the athletic, I, I know they put these schedules together a long time in advance. But whoever scheduled Tennessee should be fired because you talk about. <laughs> a mismatch uh you know I've, I've joked with people we may put the softball mercy rule in you know if it's 35 to nothing in the first half maybe we could just skip the second half uh i'm gonna say no that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna do that but it's uh yeah tennessee out in nashville and i know a group of people from here neighbors and uh friends and things like that are actually flying out and then um trip costin from costin floors uh, he's he's his family. He's going. I don't know if Ralph is going or not. But his daughter goes to Tennessee. Trip Costin's daughter. Oh, okay. So Trip is he's pretty much running Costin Force. I'm with his dad, Ralph, there occasionally, and then certainly always uh, there for advice and whatnot. Ralph, dad started it in a great company. They're Costin Floors for all your flooring needs. Absolutely. And, uh, You're a marketing guru, you know. You're really good at this. <laughs> no, no, but, uh, uh, no. I, I think the uh, the Virginia faithful will be a distinct minority uh, in Nashville on Saturday. It'll you know it'll be orange at least you know but it'll be Tennessee orange. <laughs> it's a different orange. It's a different one. <laughs> but you know uh, I saw Tony Elliott. You know he said the good thing about a game like this is it's a measuring stick. So we'll we'll <laughs> we'll uh, have an idea of exactly where this team is once once the game is completed. Uh, I'm I'm not sure it will be a favorable uh, measuring stick but we'll we'll see how it goes and then obviously the next week Madison comes to Scott Stadium which may be the biggest game of the year cuz uh, that could be pivotal for the Virginia season and maybe what the heck for the Tony Elliott era no. in Charlottesville. They going to let him go after 2 years. No, but it it you know, if they do win zero, one, two, or three, uh, the natives will be restless. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Well, last year they were three and seven, and then the, the tragedy that happened on the bus in the parking deck parking lot, uh, three 
uh, football players murdered, another one shot, and then a young lady shot as well. And thankfully, the two survived. Uh, and it really, you, you know, you, that, that just doesn't happen. Well, it does happen, unfortunately. But uh, your first year coach, you're, you're three and seven, you're running a different offense the whole bit because Lord knows they had they had an offense from the year before that he inherited from Mendenhall. The, the receivers came back, and Armstrong came back, and. I, I don't know Tony Elliott. I've never talked to Tony Elliott, but it seemed that they implemented a running attack, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love a running game because then you're just imposing your will on the other team, saying, "Hey, I remember Mark May tell me one time, you know, former Redskin Hog, there he and one of the other Hogs, Bostic or somebody Grim, they were talking to the uh, to the Cowboy D line, saying, hey, this is where the play's going.'" Mark May's down in the line, and he's telling the Cowboy defense lineman, "I'm coming. We're coming right your way on the snap. So get out of the way because we're gonna move." So I mean, I like the, the fact that they did. They want to run it, but blend it, blend it. In my opinion with that. Now maybe it's a bad offensive line, and they didn't have well, time. He, he brought the Clemson system with him to Charlottesville, but he didn't bring the Clemson personnel. Uh, so, uh, it, you know, ideally you run the five. You, I heard earlier you were talking about the Steelers in Super Bowl Nine. You know, I'm from Western PA. Yes, so you I, are. I remember the game well. But uh, the Steelers had Franco Harris, Rocky Blyer back in the day, a heck of an offensive line, and, uh, and they were smash-mouth football, you know, and they didn't really hide what they were going to do. They just were able to impose their will, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Brennan Armstrong – now, he's a terrific quarterback, and I think he's probably going to have a great year at NC State. People around him a little better. But last year, he was largely running for his life back there. You know, he, he had, I guess, what they call in the game happy feet, but he had happy feet for a good reason. You know, he had people. Uh, crashing in on him uh, all the time so it you know we'll we'll see uh you know if if and it's a big if uh, tony elliott is given time and he can recruit better the problem with recruiting is now you got the nil which is you know john averett's big thing but uh, a lot of schools are using nil and recruiting virginia has said they're not going to do that but that puts you at a disadvantage <laughs> but then the other thing is you know, kids want to go where you're going to win. And if Virginia's not winning, it makes it tough to uh, recruit. Now, you might find a few diamond in the rough, diamonds, diamonds in the rough. It's a little easier in basketball because you only have to get one or two. In football, you got to get a bunch of them. Yeah. This could be, yeah, it's tough. If they're not uh, – there's, there's bound to be people that are businesses that will donate money to the nil – uh, kitty somewhere and then get players in they have to they have that's just the way it is like it or not like it it's got to be done and they uh the, the portal they have to use take advantage of the portal like everybody else if you sit by you get passed well the one thing virginia will have is the opportunity to play so yeah. from a portal <laughs> from a portal standpoint yeah. you can go out and tell again hey you're not going to ride the bench here but you come here you can play but even the NIL, you know, people with money, they didn't get money because they're dumb. You know, they, they're usually <laughs> smart, and uh, they're going to be more prone to support a program that's have having success and could have even greater success. So, well, you know, it, it really is the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Hope springs eternal. Uh, you know, I, certainly the indication out of Charlottesville is the team chemistry is good, and I think the the tragedy has brought them together. 
and they yeah. do. They're they're sort of playing for a purpose to support the memory of the three guys who were lost. Yeah, but still, you know, in football, if the other team is bigger, stronger, quicker, faster, you know, it's three three uh, downs and a punt. Now, yeah. now the, the the great thing about Virginia, their punter is the first all conference punter. You know, and he may see plenty of action. You never know. I, I used to say, why would you go to Florida State if you're a punter? You never get in the game. <laughs> Well, you know, you have outlined the, the silver lining of the of the 2023 campaign for the Cavaliers. Hey, I got a whale of a punter. You talked about uh, Tony Elliott brought the Clemson offense, but he didn't bring the horses. He uh, he did, he didn't bring any little ponies either. Uh, I'm afraid from Clemson when he came up. Uh, Jim Hopkins, our guest, talking a little football till 9:30 with Hobbo, and brought to you by Sheila and Esposito Law Firm. We thank them for sponsoring you here this morning. And uh, listen, I'm well fun with this. We'll do this every. Thursday. Yeah, I heard you earlier on Brian Kelly. We're we're going to put you down as undecided on Brian Kelly. You know, it, you know. I always remember back in 19, <laughs> 1992, George Bush, H. W. Bush was on Larry King, and a caller called in and just ripped him up one side and down the other. <laughs> and H. W. After he got off the phone, said, "We'll put him down as undecided." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I feel about the Big Al Haters Club. They're still out there. Wow, that's a, you know. No, the Big Al Haters. Club could gather in a phone booth. No, no, if you no, could ever find one. It, it's no, no. It's it's widespread. So it's I don't, I don't want to interrupt, but I don't think there's anything undecided about Alan Big and uh, Brian Kelly. I think he's made his decision. Yeah, I was Brian just uh, <laughs> kind of kidding in that yeah. regard. I, I, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's a horse's uh, butt, is what he is. I'm being polite. He is. He's, he is. I, I just, I don't like the guy. I didn't like him when he was at Notre Dame, and I'm a Notre Dame fan. You know, you go twelve and zero, and you go down there and get get waxed by whomever he's playing in the twice in the final four, and, and they got in because they didn't play in a conference. They played, you know, they're twelve and zero and independent. Get into a conference and you know, buck noses every every week with uh, an ACC team or something. They might have gone in, they might have won, but we know we saw what happened when they played Clemson when uh, Trevor Lawrence came back from injury. They won at Notre Dame without Trevor Lawrence, and then they went down to Clemson or they played Clemson, I think, in the, in the semi, and Clemson boy, wiped the field with them. Yeah, well, well, Kelly's just—I don't know. You know, he's crying all the way to the bank. Oh, know, no I doubt. I mean, ten million uh, a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just passed ten million in lifetime earnings. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the thing is, he, he stayed long enough to break the record of uh, of um, Newt Rockney. You know, yeah. and I don't—I mean, uh, Holtz. For he pulled away. He, he quit before he got there, right at the doorstep. One more year, he would have done it. Parsegian did it back back in 73 or 4, whatever it was, after a time. He just said, and he was within a year and a half of doing it. But uh, he's got to stay there, just break it barely. And then he goes down there and, and starts talking with a southern accent. He's from Massachusetts. Who else did that? Somebody else we know did that. We'll tell you off the air. And then, then he starts talking about, oh, never mind. I've said it on the air too many times. Uh, I, it, well, clearly, though. You said earlier the LSU Florida State is the big game of the weekend. You yes, know, because uh, a lot of the top teams are sort of starting with what Dick Vitale would call Cupcake City. Yes. Uh, so the Sunday night game, uh, I don't know, is it on ESPN? I didn't see. Oh, a- it's, ABC, yeah, it's, it's but, on something. Yeah, but it uh, should should be a good ball game. You know, should be a real good game. That's what I'm going to be doing. All right, we're going to take a pause. Come back with you. Talk about the ACC with from Clemson to Virginia, uh, one to fourteen. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere to go but up for the Who's. There you go. The Who's open up at noon on Saturday. It will be televised. 
I think ABC, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're correct, yes. And that'll be a watcher there. And then all the other ACC teams get involved, and we'll touch on those as well, including Robert the Bruce's Old Dominion Monarchs playing in Blacksburg on uh, what ought to be a beautiful night. Saturday night? Yeah. ACC Network, I believe. There you go. All right, we shall return. Jim Hobgood with us, talking football to 930, right here on 1061 ESPN, brought to you by Schilling and Esposito. Stay with us. Please continue to listen until we give you the all-clear sign. Your cooperation is appreciated. Here on your home for sports in Richmond, 1061 ESPN. A little Almond Brothers for Hobo this one. You're a big Almond Brothers fan, aren't you? Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now you were in, uh, you were in Virginia in the I like, in the post hippie day, but they weren't a hippie band. They were a good Southern rock mu- uh, band. I like almonds in my Hershey bars. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Uh, some You're like a plain it. man, huh? I like it. I like it. it's almond. It's uh, was it almond joy and what's the other one? What's the other one? Oh, it has almonds in it. The other ones, uh, oh. some like almonds, some don't. Some like nuts, some don't. Now, come yeah. on. Who was it? Come on, we grew up with that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, you grew up with it. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Now, we were just talking about it. Anyway. I'm uh, way, way older than you. See. Three years and three months. Oh. Well, that's, uh, that's not but too But who's far. counting? Well, <laughs> listen, let me mention this real quick. Uh, Jamie King did not get on the air this morning because we were having issues with the transmitter that... Uh, uh, Robert DeBruce actually fixed this morning and got us on the air at 801, 802. And uh, Jamie King missed his show and he had Bud Foster lined up. You know, the uh, that's the show that uh, your boy McDonald Absolutely. Hosts. So Bud Foster is committed to be on the show tomorrow morning at 720 with the Sports King. So tune in, College Football Preview. It's a special, so tune in for Bud Foster tomorrow morning with uh, Jamie King at 7.20. That ought to be, I'm going to try and listen to that. Does uh, Bud still bring the lunch bucket, or did he uh, well, that, pass we'll find that on out. to the Hokies? Uh, I'll jump on tomorrow at 7.20. <laughs> <laughs> I think, that, I think Bud, Bud would love that. <laughs> excuse me, Jamie. i got a question for uh, Bud. All right. we, we got. We yeah, got speaking the, of the Hokies, we should address them. You know, you talked earlier with Robert DeBruce. The Hokies about a two-touchdown favorite in Blacksburg. I, I think they'll take care of business on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, they're playing some nobody from Norfolk. Yeah. Um, we haven't heard of that university before. Well, the Hokies have had trouble with Old Dominion, but usually it's down there, <laughs> not back in Blacksburg. So I, I think – the, and the Hokies, I think, should be better this year. They, they still have some holes on the roster. I'm sure Coach Fry and his staff are – out there trying to recruit or work the portal or the NIL deal or whatever. But their their early schedule, they, they got, what, Old Dominion and then Purdue at home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a winnable game maybe. <laughs> and then they go on the road to Rutgers and Marshall. So yeah. I, I look at the first four games and, you know, could they be 4-0? Maybe. That, that would get the Hokie Nation all excited if they started 4-0. Yeah, because uh, at the end of the month on the 30th, they play Pitt at home. Pit, and then I think they have to go to Tallahassee uh, shortly thereafter. But oh, yeah, the next week, kaboom! Yeah. <laughs> so the bubble will burst. Yeah. But you know, I mean, they're not—they're not looking to be in the Final Four this year. I'm sure they would like last year. What they won three games. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm sure the Hokie Nation would like to get back to six or seven and get to a bowl game and feel like they're making progress. One of the list of bowls I saw earlier this week has the Hokies in a bowl game. 
Yeah, I think looking at their schedule, have, uh, yes. you know, I mean, uh, back to Virginia, you know, Virginia's <coughs> playing at, or, well, not at Tennessee, but Tennessee in Nashville, which is sort of at Tennessee, and then they have to go to Maryland where they have no chance. So uh, <laughs> Virginia, Virginia's no. schedule does not match the roster at this stage. That's part of the problem. Well, we we both feel, all three of us here feel that Virginia will lose to Tennessee in Nashville on Saturday night. Uh, Madison coming in on the ninth, home opener for the uh, for the Cavaliers as uh, the Dukes come in and JMU's uh, Division One. We'll get a line on that game. Derby Bill, if he's listening, will send us one uh, soon. If he can, he'll find one and send it to us now. But Madison, will they be favored in Charlottesville? It's possible. Yeah. Some of that will depend on what how things go on Saturday in Nashville, but certainly uh, that's a game from Virginia's perspective that they they need to win, but they clearly uh, could come up on the short side again. So it, uh, as I say, I think I think for this season in particular, that's a pivotal game for the Hoos. Well, and then as you mentioned at Maryland, then NC State's on a Friday night, and Maryland's <laughs> on a Friday night too. But uh, NC State, uh, oh, really? you know. Late September, under the lights at Scott Stadium, it'll be, uh, unless we have another hurricane comes through, it, <laughs> it, it should be a, a beautiful evening, and Scott Stadium at night is a gorgeous place. I don't know how good the football will be, but the atmosphere should be pretty good. Well, we'll see what Armstrong, you think he might want to light it up? He's going to be fired up. <laughs> He's going to be fired up. So, Coach, will uh, you let me throw the pig all night tonight? Yeah. You know, it could happen. Uh, they're, they're, they'll win. They've got to win a, a, a few games. I, I know there are those who are saying zero, one, or two, like you'd mentioned a minute ago about in that range. But they've got the ball's got to bounce some well, you know, time along the line in their favor. Clearly, uh, you know Madison, uh, William and Mary, even you know Boston College, Georgia Tech. Well, even Virginia Tech. Uh, maybe Duke, although Duke's program clearly is on the rise. So. Uh, so we'll we'll see how it develops. Uh, the twin brother is calling in, Larry. All right, basketball Larry, who's still mad at Mike Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> that well, that I, Larry. I, well, this is off subject, but I, I think VCU got a good coach, and yeah. uh, I think Ryan Odom's going to do a terrific job there. And I think Penn State got a very good coach too. Yeah. All right, Larry, you're up with uh, you're on the phone with Hobo talking football. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Ryan Odom's going to be a stud. No question about oh. that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of the hokey football, so when people ask me who I, who am I a fan of, a cheer for, I said Virginia Tech when they're good. I'm a big-time fan when they're good, but when they're not, I don't pay attention to them. Do you, is that called being a front-runner, you believe, uh, you think? It's what I call a termite or an alien. They get good, you come out of the woodwork, or you arrive from a different planet. Uh, because otherwise you just go back and you don't talk about them. Think about it. If you're a true fan, you, you weather the bad years. Right, Hobbo? Absolutely. All right, so you're both calling me out like my buddies do. Well, they, your buddies um, are right. Oh, by the way. It's what we call a fair weather fan. He's not even fair. Uh, that's true. Because I'm a Redskins fan. You know, I grew up going to all the games, uh, you know, six games a year, basically, in the 20 years ago. Well, that's a good um, question for you and Al. Do you think the Redskins are coming back? 
this was uh, yes. Jason yes. Wright, the president, said it's not going to happen, period. Now, that being said, my question to him would then have been what Frank Reynolds said to Richard Nixon, or sorry, I think it was Frank Reynolds, or uh, who's the guy, Dan Rather, one of them said to uh, Richard Nixon, um, are, you, are you, during a press conference, are you running for president, sir? And then I guess Nixon said, are you? You know, because he was being so rude. Uh, my question to Jason Wright would be, uh, are you going to be here next year? Maybe you won't be here and have a word about it, so be quiet and go home. You know, sometimes you gotta you got to satisfy the customers. You know, the fan base, I think, would be delighted to have the Redskin logo come back. Yeah, I think it would be great. Who's Jason Wright? He's the president of the Mule Skinners. Uh, I think he's not the, one of the owners, though. No, 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 no. The, uh, that's yeah. what I said. You're going to be there next year. The question was came for, uh, uh, I think Nixon asked the reporter something about it, and, uh, are you running for president? And the, and the reply from the reporter, rather, I think it was, uh, or Frank Reynolds said, no, sir, are Tom you? Or, be quiet for a minute. He said, he, said, he said to him, no, sir, are you? To Nixon, or you know, which was very flippant and smart, Alec, and that's when the press kind of, to me, that's when the pivot was made well, by the think, press uh, to do what they want to do. President Nixon and Dan Rather were not bosom buddies. Let's put it that yeah, way. It probably was. It was probably Rather then. So anyway, all right. What else you got there, uh, Louis? Richard, that's one of the greatest things I've ever heard about Richard Nixon because I just he was, I guess, a little before my time, and I never, I don't know anything about that president and uh <clears throat> but that that's pretty funny right there that's why they write history books what do you got <laughs> um so yeah speaking of the uh redskins um like i was saying i i go you know i used to go to games i was at the theisman game you know when i was eight years old <clears throat> uh when he broke his leg i was <laughs> went to six games a year probably for eight years straight with my buddies in the skybox that in the skybox up there all right enough about um, you do you have a question <laughs> well no i'm gonna i'm going back to the fairweather fan i haven't watched a redskins game in about in basically 15 years uh 10 years 10 to 15 years i watched the red zone so does, do you think that makes me not a redskins fan uh, yes, it makes you not a Redskin fan. Yes, you're Jeez, not. Jeez, man, my buddies are right. Well, of course they're right. I've been defending myself. No, no. Um, Lay down your sword, right, well, Larry. You ain't right. Okay, and then uh, my, okay. Final ta- my final take um, is, uh, do you think UVA or Hokies will have more wins this year? I'm a UVA guy, but I would uh, say the Hokies. Wow. So you th- you love te- uh, Tennessee minus the 28 over UVA? I don't know. You know, and Al's the expert on this, but when you have <laughs> when you have that big a line, I always worry about, you know, you put in the backups and uh, somebody gets a late touchdown and garbage time, and uh, all of a sudden you've, you've lost the bet. So, uh, you know, I – I think 28 is a, a reasonable expectation, but uh, that's a lot of points to give, I would think. Yeah, but would I'm think. not a gambler. I, I'm not, I'll bet milkshakes on occasion. Just ask Robert the Bruce. That's all. I, I, don't, I don't bet money. I don't predict lines. I mean, I'll say I think they'll cover, not cover, and that's as far as I go. You know, the one thing I'm always that's amazed at is, is how close these lines end up being. Yeah. You know, a, a, lot of, a lot of 
games really do come down to uh, very close to what the line is. So the so the marketplace seems to know uh, a lot about these games. Well, there's a saying in football that the toughest games to bet on are first week, last week, especially pertaining to the NFL. Because the last week you might be sitting a lot of players or right. that kind of thing, and the other guy, might, other team might be going full bore. Same thing in college football for the first week. Yeah, I would you think because Tennessee, you know, if they do build a big lead, uh, you know. They might give up a late touchdown mm-hmm. uh, against Virginia. Who, who knows? But yeah, we'll find out Saturday night. Yep, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Yeah, noon, noon o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. But Larry, right now, I, I would, I would probably bet on the Hokies if you were picking wins. But, but who knows? Let me tell you how they do these lines. They run a, run it through a computer about two thousand times, and then they come up with the line, and then they, then they. Uh, so it's got nothing to do with the actual handicapper. And then what they do, they base it on the money. Once the money comes in, it's too much money going one way. The line moves. That part I agree with. I don't. I, I don't know if it's two thousand times they run these things, but if so, then you've enlightened me. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm a. Unfortunately, I've learned. Um, I'm a. I know everything there is to know about gambling and sports betting. I will say, uh, Larry uh, spends his weekends in Las Vegas. Apparently, yeah. I think he spends his, his times in. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere on the shores of Jersey. Hey, uh, what do the what do the gamblers do? The bookies do before computers is what I want to know. Ah, uh, now that's a great point. Good point yeah. there, Al. Well, that's why I'm they, here. They, I know they got crushed on one of those early Super Bowls. That was probably before computers. Yeah, probably. Um, hey. that where they I think it was the uh, what they did. They moved the line. I forgot what game it was, but they moved the line from five to eight or something in that bad range where you can't move the line and the and the books in Vegas got crushed because of the middle it landed on seven. Well, I'm going to leave you with these words because we got to get going. Remember this always. Sometimes you get the bear and sometimes the bear gets you, okay? All right, partner. I love it. Thanks. Right. Um, good, to, good to hear from you, gentlemen. And great job, well, Bruce, on, the, uh, uh, on fixing the show today. And thank you for letting us call you like that. He always says, thanks for getting in touch with me. (laughs) Who's doing the calling here? All right, let's go. Uh, We've got a couple minutes here. We've got to wrap it up. Uh, Clemson, Florida State in North Carolina, third. Uh, Who's going to win that at the ACC? You know, there are no divisions anymore. They're playing the 3-5-5 schedule, as you know. And who's going to win the uh, top seed for the uh, ACC title game in early December? And I guess they're still doing it down in Charlotte. Uh, Clemson, Florida State will probably be playing. Which team will be the top seed? That's good. Although I'm looking at the Clemson schedule, they have to play uh, obviously Florida State. They have to play NC State. NC State's kind of a sleeper in the conference, and they also have to play Notre Dame. So Florida State's schedule is a little lighter. So I think the odds are the two of them will play twice, once in the regular season and once for the title. But Florida State may be the higher seed. Where are they playing the game? Clemson, uh, Clemson Florida State. I almost said Clemson. <laughs> no, it, it's at at Clemson. Uh, Clemson has to play NC State on the road, but they also have Notre Dame at home. Notre Dame at home November 4th. And does, does Clemson Florida State play during the regular season this year? I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Clemson, uh, Clemson plays Florida State, but Florida State does not play NC State, right. and they also don't play Notre Dame. Where do they play the Florida State game? Florida State, uh, Clemson is in South Carolina at Clemson. Oh, that helps. So they're yeah, in, there you go. in uh, the other Death Valley. You know, I yes, guess indeed. both both Tigers play in a Death Valley. Yes. So Espo will be going down to what he would call the Death Valley. 
September 23rd. Ooh, Florida State Clemson at Clemson September 23rd. Thank you. So that's Robert a, the Bruce. A big game in the conference early. Yeah, I mean, that's that'll be here before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one more thing. Uh, Robert the Bruce also found early line UVA minus two and a half over JMU. Oh. Less than a field goal at home. Yeah. If they're on neutral site, according to lines, Madison would be a half point favorite. If they're playing at, uh, in Harrisonburg at Bridgeforth, they'd be a three and a half point favorite. So that's, you know, it's not necessarily a pick em, but it's pretty much a toss up. Yeah. All right, well, this is our first uh, time we've done this. You'll be back here next week on the uh, on the 7th, I yeah. believe it is. Six, yeah, we'll seven. be uh, talking a little more about the Virginia-James Madison game next week, So, uh, which, as I say, is a, it's a big game on the Virginia schedule, and, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of people from Madison will make the trip across the mountains, so it should have oh. a decent, decent crowd for that game, which yeah. is also a, a Saturday noon kickoff. It is, is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, other thing is uh, the Hokies be playing Purdue that day. So out of the Big Ten. Then they get Rutgers on the road out of the Big Ten. Right. So they're doing that. And I, I'm, they probably have set the time for the Purdue-Virginia Tech game, but I'm not I'm not aware of the kickoff time for that mm-hmm. game. But it is in Blacksburg. All right, partner. Well, we thank you. Well, this was fun. It is fun. And it's, you know, we'll chat things up, talk football, and uh, we'll do a little national talk of the teams after the first week, see how they all measure up. You're um, the host of the show. We go wherever you take us. <laughs> well, that could be down a scary path, <laughs> all downhill leading to a big drop-off. Uh, anyway, Hobbo's brought to you by the law firm of Schilling Esposito. We thank them for the sponsorship, and thank you for coming in. Look forward to it again next week. Absolutely. And thank uh, you. We'll, ha- we'll have fun doing this uh, up through right the uh the probably wednesday or tuesday before thanksgiving because we're not coming in on thanksgiving day and doing this yeah we may have a few weeks of overlap there between basketball and football Three? too much hobo you know your, your listenership <laughs> may start know, complaining. He's, he's got a good point robert <laughs> too much hobo <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> I know. I know. It took him five seconds. But I know. He, he, he was like DeSantis raising his arm for Trump. He yeah. Looked, looked yeah. around. Looked around. <laughs> he kind of had his arm up a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I enjoy it too. This will be fun. We'll have a fun half hour here every Thursday at uh, 9 o'clock. Call in and ask questions. And uh, <laughs> like Larry did. Yeah, ask anything. We may not have the right answer, but you can ask anything. We won't care. We'll have fun. <laughs> All right, stay with us right here on 106.1 ESPN. We'll come back, and we've got about, uh, we'll have about uh, 20-some-odd minutes or right around there to wrap up today. Tomorrow will be NASCAR picks, and uh, Hobbo's coming back just to cook some popcorn and have fun here with us. All right, we shall return right after hearing from our five sponsors here on 106.1 ESPN. Stay with us, won't you? As the Braves roll toward the 2023 postseason, there is one goal in mind, a World Series title. They still have plenty of obstacles to clear before that, and you can hear all the action here on your exclusive home for the Atlanta Braves in the capital city. 106.1 ESPN, Richmond. That's kind of nice. Is that different? I don't know. We'll have to... uh, find that jd mcpherson i was telling you about all right we're here we're live we're talking sports uh, i want to thank hobo for joining us uh, hobo was uh 
kind enough to come in, and we'll do this every week. Sponsored by Schilling and Esposito, and what fun that is. Uh, and then Emily, uh, I can't pronounce her last name, from uh, Jack's American Pub up in Milwaukee is with us as well. Uh, one thing I want to talk about that we uh, certainly I think is very big uh, sports-wise, and that is if you're a fan of the Atlanta Braves, uh, they start a four-game set tonight in L.A., Braves-Dodgers tonight, 10-10, first pitch, <coughs> Nine, excuse me, 9.55 will be airtime tonight, tomorrow night. Saturday, Braves-Dodgers will be a 9-10, uh, 10 after first pitch, 8.55 will be the pregame, and on Sunday, it'll be at uh, 4-10. I wonder if that's that should be if that's East Coast times one ten yeah they gotta get away they can't play them that night uh, so air, uh, air time be three fifty five on Sunday there you go tune in and listen to the Braves Dodgers Sunday three fifty five first pitch four ten so there you have it uh, this is a big this is very big it's bigger than all of us Braves Braves and the Dodgers um, are going to be playing and the reason that it's big is, as of right now, uh, the um, you look at the standings, and you know, we've got one month to go. We all know that. Uh, I've been talking about it. And so you, you look at uh, the schedule, you look at the games that the teams are squaring off with. Every time you square off with a team right behind you and second or the team ahead of you and first, it's a two-game turnaround, two-game uh, in the standings because you're winning one and they're losing one, and that's two games when you're going head-to-head. And right now, Atlanta has a four-game lead over the Dodgers. So what you want to uh, look at is the, the, the lineup of pitchers that are going in the uh, uh, in the series, and let me get to, let me get to that. Hang with me just a second here, and uh, we get the standings here. And hang with me, we'll get the rotation uh, going for you right here. Hang just a second. Uh, working on the fly on this one. I didn't get a chance to do it up before, uh, but you look at the uh, the scores and then get the. Uh, to get the uh, today, for example, Braves and Dodgers, uh, Strider pitching against Lynn, and Lance Lynn has three and zip in the National League, but ten and nine overall. Strider fifth leads the majors and wins fifteen and four with a three four six on Friday. That's the matchup uh, there tomorrow. Freed versus your I can't ever pronounce his name. U R I A S. I don't want to pronounce it wrong. He's 11 and 2 for the Dodgers, but has an ERA of 4.41. So he can be got to as the saying goes. Freed for the uh, Braves is 5 and 1 with a 2.85. Saturday, Elder will be pitching for the uh, the Braves at 11 and 4 with a 3.50 versus Stone, 1 and zip with a 10.50. And again, let me check on this guy Stone and see if he pitched in the uh, in the American League. No, he's a straight up one and zip with a ten fifty, and so they're throwing him out there. And then Sunday, the final game, you can hear him all right here. Charlie Morton, Charlie Morton Salt will be uh, on the hill, and he's been winning of late. He's got fourteen wins. He and about two other, three other pitchers have fourteen wins, and they're one behind Strider. I mean, this is incredible. Charlie Morton. 
I don't know how he's 38, maybe 39. I don't know. And Miller will be throwing for the Dodgers, eight and three with a four. Morton's ERA is a three two nine. But listen, you hear every game right here, right here on 106.1 ESPN because that's what we do. We carry the Braves, and people still here in town are Braves fans. I know we got Giant fans and we have Squirrel fans, but we also have Brave fans like some of the older Codgers are still Yankee fans because they were here for a number of years. Uh, but that's the matchup for the weekend. Uh, air times are going to be 955, 955, 855, and 355. First pitch 15 minutes later. What do you got? Do you look like you got something to tell me there, Hoss? No, um, no warning. Uh, the o- the one warning would be on Saturday. I can't see it happening. If Richmond somehow went into a ton of overtimes and our post game coverage went long, we would stay with the Richmond uh, Spiders until we go to the Braves. But I I don't see that overlap happening. I think mm-hmm. I think I I do think Richmond. I think it'll be close, but I think Richmond will take care of business. Six now. o'clock kickoff. Yeah, so. so they'll be running the ball a lot because they're big favorites. Right. So that's a, yeah, that's <clears> just, uh, just a just a warning to anybody that. Any anytime uh, we have Richmond, we will stick with Richmond until the conclusion of that. So what you're saying here is, if you tune in for the Braves game at eight fifty five and then first pitch at nine ten Saturday uh, night, uh, be sure to if you hear the Spiders, just hang tight because when that game wraps up, we'll be going to the that's right. uh, Braves and the Dodgers. That's right. So if you hear that, that's the story there. All right. Um, this exciting times. I mean, you hear the excitement in my voice, I hope, because I'm excited about college football, uh, baseball coming in, into the last month starting tomorrow. Pro football starts a week from tonight, and we'll talk about that some next week, and we'll pick the uh, – we'll talk about the lines, you and I. We're not, you know, not going to encourage points or anything like that. Uh, we're not going to you know, sit here and do that, but we'll talk about who we think will win the game. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do picks sometimes with you and Jamie, and we do the lines, but – I've let everyone know this on air. I've been very honest. I don't bet. I personally do not bet. I'll do no. little friendlies, but I at one point did some sports betting, but I personally do not bet. <laughs> well, well, but it's definitely you, big. You'll bet a milkshake like I will. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, friendly bets yeah. like that. But I, I no, I do not currently lay any actual money through sports books. But I, but I keep an eye on the lines because, like uh, Hobgood said, it's so. It's amazing how close they'll get at something. Like a lot of the games, it's like it's almost like Vegas knows yeah, something. They kind of <laughs> missed on the Georgia TCU yeah. game, like I did. Now they have some absolute misses, but yeah. there's a lot of times where it's like, wow, that ended up right yes. near that number. Yeah, it's but it's it, it's 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 football. It's like you said, it's reality. It's reality TV. <laughs> Things happen. I'm trying to remember. I don't have that book in front of me right now. What the line was for Georgia and uh, and uh, TCU. I, it was somewhere between 12 and a half and 14 and a half, I believe. <laughs> I know it was a two t- it was a two score game, but it wasn't yeah. a uh, however many score game. <laughs> 65 to 7. I think the Bulldogs covered. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's, uh, that's called. Uh, there's a dish you can get when you go to some restaurants called smothered and covered. What's that like a nine score game or something uh, like that? Know, it's something like eight score game. Yeah, eight score game with that. Yeah, smothered and covered. I think yeah. it's for hash browns. I don't know. Anyway, hey, I want to thank Hobo for coming in and uh, doing that. We we had fun. We will t- talk football, and we'll probably move on to other things as we go through the half hour. But it'll be mainly football. We'll have fun. He's a good guy, and we'll cut up and have just uh, you know be talking sports. Uh, and it's brought to you by Shilling Esposito, as I mentioned. All right, uh, tomorrow we do have our NASCAR picks. I don't think we have anything left uh, left over. I don't think there are any other guests lined up as of now. Uh, starting next week for keeps, we'll play Pick of the Litter and uh, Day of the Dog is what it is day uh, dog of the day not day of the dog dog of the day and we'll have pick of the litter that we'll do 
and we'll refine it a little bit between now and next Friday, that what Robert the Bruce and I will be doing with uh, Pick of the Litter and uh, Dog of the Day. And uh, we'll refine that and have that ready to roll out next Friday. Probably tomorrow we'll get a little practice off the get the plane off the ground practice run uh, for that with the uh, pick of the litter and day of the dog, and uh, probably do something for tomorrow for college games. And then next Friday we'll be we'll refine it a little bit and we'll get going with it. That's right, that pick of the litter, pick of the litter and day of the dog. <laughs> I like that. Dog of the day. Why well, I keep saying it backwards? Dog, dog of the. day. I came up with it. Why yeah, am I not remembering? It's I'm like just you're going based off what you tell me. <laughs> it's, it's like you write a song and you forget the lyrics. Dog it of the day happen. and pick of the litter. It's pretty funny when uh, when you listen to artists and they sing the wrong lyric. It's like you know it's gonna it's bound to happen <laughs> when you sing those lyrics so many times. Every once in a while, you might mess them up. Well, listen to the studio version of Bob yeah. Dylan stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis Blues again. Yeah, he, he messes up a line, but they keep on going. Right, just keep on recording. And they didn't change it. it. It's something unique about it. It's Can cool. you repeat the name of the song I just gave you? No. <laughs> it's called. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you have a pen? I have a typing device. Okay, a typing device. Keyboard, as they call it. I've never heard of those. Stuck inside of Mobile with the Memphis Blues again. With the Memphis Blues again. Listen to it. It's a long song. Yeah. yeah a lot of his work. It ain't sad-eyed lady in the lowlands. I used to tell your boy Billy D that uh, if he really wanted to take a pause and go outside, it would be uh, play sad-eyed lady of the lowlands. It was a whole side of an album. Yeah, there's some. There's a lot of classic rock songs that they have some pretty long ones. <laughs> yeah, stuck inside <laughs> a mobile funny. with the Memphis Blues again. All right, we'll take a pause. It's already 51 past. We're running out of time. Oh, mama mia. It goes by fast this time of year. Stay with us right here on 1061 ESPN. Maybe we'll do three hours. Stay with us. He delivers his own take on sports. And maybe if you're lucky, a pepperoni pizza and garlic sticks. But I wouldn't count on it. He's cheap. Matt Josephs is live. Weekday afternoons beginning at 3 on 1061 ESPN Richmond. Football's here. And Miss... I can't sing. You don't want me to sing. You would pay me not to sing. I promise you that. Um, well, I, before we get to the end of the show, because I'm always rushing at that point, I want to thank uh, Habo for coming on at 9 and spending time talking football with us. Uh, we'll do that right up to Thanksgiving week, every Thursday. I might miss one or so there, but uh, generally speaking, uh, Hobbo and I'll be here talking uh, football, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and then some national stuff and all that once the games get going, and that'll, we'll have a good time. Brought to you by the law firm of Schilling and Esposito. So uh, tune in for that on Thursdays. Call in uh, for that. Also, I want to thank Emily, and I can't pronounce her last name. I have to practice it. I didn't practice it. But anyway, she's the marketing director at Jack's American Pub up in Milwaukee. It's on the Lower East Side if you go up to Milwaukee. And uh, and the the fun they came up with, and they'll show four Jets games this year because the rest of the schedule conflicts with the Packers. They are in Milwaukee. They are Packer fans, Packer bar, that kind of thing. Uh, But uh, it came up with the idea to come in and get there uh, 15 minutes before your tabs got open, 15 minutes before kickoff. Doesn't include food and a couple other little fine print things. But uh, if Rodgers and... uh, 
if uh, Fruitcake and the uh, Jets lose, then uh, you get your bar tab picked up. You got to stay through the end of the game. You got to get there and get your tab open 15 minutes before the kickoff and a couple little things in between. But uh, what a great idea I thought when I saw that on Tuesday for marketing. I mean, that's that's uh, big city business there. I like that. And she couldn't have been nicer. I mean, she just was a, a good person and sweet as she could have been. I enjoyed having her on. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was that was fun. It's a great idea, and they're, they're going to get a ton of business for that. <sighs> they're going to kill it Monday night, nine eleven. Yeah. Thinking the emotions running there anyway, right? You know, and uh, now that first one's going to be wild. That's why I said, can we contact you, get with you again for five minutes on the thirteenth, just to find out how well it went? Because the day, the morning after, she might be sleeping in, depending on how late she works there. Yeah. So uh, anyway. We'll, uh, I'll contact her and we'll get her again for five minutes. And thank you for already emailing off uh, the copy of uh, what we did. Right, yeah, we always love to – anyone that wants to listen back to their interviews, we love helping them out with that. Yeah. And then uh, just a shameless plug, anytime we have an interview, they always go up on our website. Just go to our podcast page or on the iHeartRadio app. You can find them there. That ain't a shameless <laughs> plug. That's letting people know yeah. what we're doing here. Letting, letting that's a positive. Know. That's a good thing. Um, that's you can always find all of our podcasts. Try and get them up as soon as possible because we do have some. We have some great interviews. We have some great people that come on our yep. on our airways. Yes, we do. And as you said, stream it on our website or, or iHeartRadio. So there you go. That's good. That's good. She was fun. She had just laughed. They had a good time talking about it. And uh, they'll have a good time, no doubt, on uh, the night of Monday, 9-11, coming up in 12 days. Or 11 days, excuse me. 11 days till we get to that. And that's known for something else and is more important than a football game. There's no question about that. Right. Uh, but uh, life goes on and you... You, you know, you'll do. They'll do this on, because that's when the game is played Monday night, nine uh, eleven. Uh, but to me, of course, and to you, Robert, and to most everybody, nine uh, eleven means a lot more than a football game. And I know you don't remember where you were because you're 26 now. That was 22 years ago, so you were four and still running around in diapers. Yeah, I was actually uh, first year of preschool at that point. Um, and my, I remember my mom told me she picked me up. <laughs> As soon as that happened. Uh, yeah, I got one by you. I said, and still running yeah. around in diapers, which I'm sure you weren't. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> trying to, I got one by you on that. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, I, my mom called me. I, got, I was going out for a walk. I wasn't fully back employed by then after being fired and uh, back in that day. And I was working. I was, I was coming back a little bit and and uh at that time my mom called and said Are you watching tv i said no she said get in your house and watch tv which was great on my mom's part all right we're out of time we already thanked our sponsors we want to thank the callers our listeners our guests robert the bruce great time back tomorrow morning king at 720 with bud foster tune in tomorrow for that exclusive home for the atlanta in milwaukee it's on the lower east side if you go up to milwaukee and in uh, the the fun they came up with and they'll showed four jets games this year because the rest of the schedule conflicts with the packers they are in milwaukee they are packer fans packer bar that kind of thing uh but uh it came up with the idea to come in and get there uh 15 minutes before your tabs got open 15 minutes before kickoff doesn't include food and a couple other little fine print things but uh if rogers and uh, if uh, fruit cake and the uh, jets lose then uh you get your bar tab picked up you got to stay through the end of the game you got to get there and get your tab open 15 minutes before the kickoff and a couple little things in between but uh what a great idea i thought when i saw that on tuesday for marketing i mean that's that's uh, big city business there i like that and she couldn't have been nicer i mean she just was a, a good person and sweet as she could have been 
I enjoyed having her on. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was that was fun. It's a great idea, and they're, they're going to get a ton of business for that. <sighs> they're going to kill it Monday night, 9-11. Yeah. Thank you, the emotions running there anyway. Right. You know, and... Uh, now, that first one's going to be wild. That's so why I said, can we contact you, get with you again for five minutes on the 13th just to find out how well it went? Because the day, the morning after, she might be sleeping in, depending on how late she works there. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we'll uh, I'll contact her and we'll get her again for five minutes. And thank you for already emailing off uh, the copy of uh, what we did. Right, yeah, we always love to, anyone that wants to listen back to their interviews, we love helping them out with that. Yeah. And then uh, just to... Shameless plug, anytime we have an interview, they always go up on our website. Just go to our podcast page or on the iHeartRadio app. You can find them there. That ain't a shameless plug. That's letting people know <laughs> yeah. what we're doing here. Letting, letting that's a positive. Know. That's a good thing. Um, that's You can always find all of our podcasts. Try and get them up as soon as possible because we do have some We have some great interviews. We have some great people that come on our yep. on our airways. Yes, we do. And as you said, stream it on our website or, or iHeartRadio. So there you go. That's good. That's good. She was fun. She had just laughed. They had a good time talking about it. And uh, they'll have a good time, no doubt, on uh, the night of Monday, 9-11, coming up in 12 days. Or 11 days, excuse me. 11 days till we get to that. And that's known for something else and is more important than a football game. There's no question about that. Right. Uh, but uh, life goes on and you... You, you know, you'll do. They'll do this on because that's when the game is played Monday night, nine uh, eleven. Uh, but to me, of course, and to you, Robert, and to most everybody, nine uh, eleven means a lot more than a football game. And I know you don't remember where you were because you're 26 now. That was 22 years ago, so you were four and still running around in diapers. Yeah, I was actually uh, <laughs> first year of preschool at that point. Um, and my, I remember my mom told me she picked me up. <laughs> As soon as that happened. Uh, yeah, I got one by you. I said, and still running yeah. around in diapers, which I'm sure you weren't. No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog. Trying to get, I got one by you on that. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, I, I, my mom called me. I, got, I was going out for a walk. I wasn't fully back employed by then after being fired and uh, back in that day. And I was working. I was, I was coming back a little bit and and uh at that time my mom called said you watching tv i said then she said get in your house and watch tv which is great on my mom's part all right we're out of time we already thanked our sponsors we want to thank the callers our listeners our guests robert the bruce great time back tomorrow morning king at 720 with bud foster tune in tomorrow for that exclusive home for the atlanta